Welcome to Grand X Studios right in the Big Avocado, Austin, Texas. This is the most underrated sports podcast in the greater Pangea area. Back to our cover. I'm your host, Dammer Jester. I'm joined, as always, with Ross Bolin. You're joined by me, Dan. I said that. Wait, why are we the Big Avocado? <laughs> I'm just going to come up with a nickname for Austin, Texas every week. I love this. Dad. Okay. Well, hey, it's I'm Big here. Avocado. What up, blood? What up, bull? Bull? I said blood. I know, I said bull. Okay, this is just getting weird. And my, that other bull? voice, of course, is Dylan Shivery. What's, what's my nickname going to be? Hey, guys. Your nickname's just Dylan Shivery. All right, I'll take it. Play Everybody it. knows that. What up, How are we doing? What's up, pimp? What up, dog? <laughs> <laughs> Let's get this podcast. You enjoying man. the big avocado today? It's it's treating me right so far. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's good. So Let's talk about we sports. We got some new zeggies on here, Dan. We, we do. We're, let's just hop right into it. Today it's in exciting. sports history, it's a uh, should be a day uh, near and dear to Ross's heart. In 1960, so July 8, 8 July 18th, 1960, 1960. Okay, a vote to start the two franchises that would later become the Mets and the Astros passes. Wow, Did you World know that? Series champion Houston Astros. No, surprise, I didn't. Surprised you didn't know that. Who knows about the day their franchise was voted into existence? Get the fuck out of here! Surprise. That's but yeah, no, it's a special day for us uh, Houstonians. We don't. Nobody even goes to work. We all take the day off. No, nah, nobody knows about this shit. And then July eighteenth, nineteen seventy, Willie Mays gets his three thousandth hit. Willie Mays Hayes from uh, Major League. Yes, uh, same guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same guy. Sweet. Willie Mays was good, a good baseball player. I've heard that about Willie back in the day. Uh, didn't he used to make one-handed catches in the outfield? I'll tell you what, though. Over the shoulder. The supposed the greatest catch of all time is definitely not the greatest catch of all time. It's probably not even top 100. It probably doesn't it's crack. It's so overrated. It probably doesn't crack SportsCenter's top 10. He didn't 10 even dive. Like these days. I, I think it's fair to say that was a little premature yeah. on calling that. that, that making, giving that nick, the nickname the greatest catch of all time to that catch was... If you do a little lofty, a side by side comparison of the Willie Mays supposed greatest catch of all time to Jim Edmonds going diving straightaway center field over his shoulder, catching the ball, there's it's really not even close. I'll I'm, just say come, that. I'm with Dan. I think there are plays on the Sports Center's top 10 that beat this catch every day. Yeah. Like every day of the week. It's, it's, uh, it's not just, that cool. It's just not that good. But yeah. I get it. I mean, Willie had swag compared to everybody else in the outfield at that point. It's impressive athletically because he runs it down. Yeah. But, you know, he doesn't die. He's very so. fast. And, and let's be real. The, the, the footage we have of this does not do it justice. It's, the cameras weren't great. It's right? a little grainy. Well, I still go back to the no diving thing. <laughs> you know. Also, he stays on his feet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, and, and all, the, time, though. all the old purists will argue that that's because he was so fast he didn't have to dive or some shit. Just shut the fuck if up. If that happens now, you just clap and they go on to the next pitch. Clap! <laughs> Wait, what? Like everyone just claps. Oh, yeah, good, yeah. It's a good play. Yeah. Hey, you did it. Routine fly ball. Yeah. You know what we should be clapping about, Ross? What? This deal's going on at RowdyGentleman.com. Wow. We have up to 86% off all items. Holy uh, Hawaiians are marked down to 25 oh, bucks. Wait. You say uh, you say eighty six percent, not 80, a typo. Eighty six percent of items. That's most of the percents. Doesn't seem like a sound business strategy, but who am I to make that call? Yeah, uh, it's Hawaiians a that were it, it appears to be a clearance. Hawaiians that were I don't know like fifty nine bucks are now down to twenty five bucks. Some dude sent me a screenshot of his order yesterday. He got seven shirts for thirty five dollars. I think oh, shirts like, are down to five. You bucks. can actually, I was like, dude. 
What? You can actually buy my firstborn son uh, <laughs> that is yet to be produced on RowdyGentleman.com right now for $14. Wow. Did you know that? Yeah. That's a hell of a and deal. And you can stack the code backdoor on top of that to get an additional 10% off my firstborn son. That's right. Which is crazy. And any other item. Backdoor. Use it. How about that? How about that, Ross? Things are flying off the shelves, including children. <laughs> To be clear, though, you can't actually purchase children on the website. Just want to know. We, we do not traffic children. Yeah. No. Yeah, we should be clear about that. We don't. Just yeah. sick tees and Hawaiians. Yeah. And swimsuits. Just great gear for vacationing or enjoying the summertime with your friends and family. No children trafficking. <laughs> it's a different business. Uh, you know who should be stocking up on some summer gear, though, as he makes his move to, or, uh, to the... Greater Texas area. DeMar DeRozan. DeMar DeRozan. South of the Big Avocado. <laughs> yes. Uh, this is big news today. Uh, the Big Churro, San Antonio. The big, You can't... Okay, we're just going to get weird here. That's we're cultural up appropriation. Nicknames for every different... By the way, churros are highly underrated. Why don't we have more of them here in the Big Avocado? It's been a minute since I've had one. What is it, what is it like a cinnamony... It's just a... It's fried dough. Like, pretend you had a yeah. donut, and then you, you chop the donut... You know, from one uh, side of the... But they're more brittle than a donut, right? Well, they're, they're tougher you than a donut. You could snap it in half. N- I'm, no, no, there's no snapping. You could snap a churro. They're the donut version of like a Twizzler. It's, right, but it's like it's like sticky. Like, I mean, it's a stick. You could. Well, it's hard. covered in sugar and cinnamon. If I banged on the table, would it make a sound? No, dude. No, churros are soft. Are That's, you sure? You don't <laughs> want to be biting into a churro that makes a sound when you hit it on a table. I don't know, That's man. days old. I think you're wrong. That's a you hard want a fresh churro that just kind of like breaks in half? That's how you end Super up spending delicate. about eight grand on a new tooth. And I've been there. Okay. Yeah. I was wrong on I was wrong on churros. I hit a kind... Bu- well, no, you're right. I think you just had the wrong hardness. I've always had the wrong hardness. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, Kawhi Leonard and Danny Green have been traded to the Toronto Raptors for DeMar DeRozan, the Austrian hammer, Jacob Pertle, and a protected... 2019 first round pick. Now, for all of you who are maybe not the biggest NBA fans and you're wondering why is this a big deal, Kawhi has been demanding a trade for months. He's a top three player requesting LA Lakers. Some would argue that he's a top three player in the league. I would argue that that is nonsense and poppycock, but it. it, Just because he didn't play for one year? He's a top seven player in the The league. The man, thank you, I agree with that. The man wanted to go to LA uh, because he's from there. He's always been this really quiet, reserved, respectful guy. Everybody pegged him as like the perfect San Antonio Spur. Then something went off the rails this year. He was injured. Then he didn't come back. He just didn't play this season outright. And suddenly he didn't want to be in San Antonio anymore. After weird weeks of awkward, like he wasn't even communicating with the Spurs. All communications through his uncle. Yeah, it's this whole fucking weird situation that just like Kawhi basically isn't who we thought he was, or who, who anybody thought he was. I think. Well, no, I don't think anyone really knew who Kawhi was. And that might be open yeah. His mouth. Yeah, for sure. I uh, guess we had, we had a caller call in. He didn't actually make the hotline, but he he did tell us that uh, apparently Kawhi's dad was murdered in front of him. Oh. So that's why he's been so quiet. Or he Is like he always grew up. I, I'm not sure. I, I never fact checked that. Oh, that's good. We just now we're just throwing out uh, murder (laughs) guesses. But uh, he said Kawhi's a quiet person because he saw his dad murdered in front of him. That'll make me quiet. Yeah. But the point is, somehow, San Antonio uh, and their GM 
What's his last name? I always forget. R.C. Uh, Buford. R.C. Buford. R.C. Buford convinced Toronto to trade them their franchise player in exchange for Kawhi, who will likely only be there for a year before bouncing. That's the part that I don't get. Is I, it, why would they, why if would he's they even there for a year. For here's, a year with Kawhi. Here's There's the a very real possibility that Kawhi just sits out this year. Yes, because he, he doesn't want to be there. Here's no. the beauty of it. They are looking, I think Toronto, what Buford convinced them to do, is look at this as a Paul George-esque situation, where it's like, well, Paul well he George doesn't want to be here, but he could come, and then maybe he will sign long-term. Who knows? Paul George was always open-minded and was like, I'm going to give Oklahoma City a chance. For whatever reason, he actually likes Russell Westbrook as a human. No one knows why. No. But it, Kawhi, on the other hand, is like, I will burn Toronto <laughs> to the ground and piss on the ashes. So I don't think there's a real chance of him signing. Word for word, he said that. In Can- yeah, he didn't what? say that. In Canada long term. You actually think there's a legit possibility he sits out a year? Oh, yeah. He, he just did it. This could be a well, he did it. He did it on... In the wake of an injury in miscommunication, there, there, there's no he's nothing to blame it on now. Now it's just like, oh, I'm choosing to step aside because I don't want to play. I mean, he could find a way to, to make it about an injury. Wouldn't that just make his stock as a basketball player plummet? Like to future teams who are interested in signing him? Like this guy's this guy's bitch made. He's a he's a problem. I don't know. I why, mean, that's why would the, we pay him a max contract to you know that's the thing that I think is really up in the air now, is it's like because he's all NBA Who is this caliber? guy? What's what's the deal with this guy? Like, what is happening here? This guy is a fucking mess. Uh, it it wouldn't shock me either way. Like, obviously, Dylan. I that think just seems like career suicide to me. It wouldn't be at all. He would still get a he, massive, he, he, massive. He would deal. still. There's so many NBA teams out there with enough. Like, if you think about it, like you know, the ten best players in the league are on three teams now. There's plenty of teams with cap space and money to throw at a guy who. They're pretty confident it's still going to be really fucking good. So, yeah, you're right. It would it's be, a hoe move. It would be weird. Well, he's already pulling hoe moves left and right. You might as well keep hoeing. Ah, it might just be his home. uncle. It might just be bad communication on his end. No, Dan, stop. It's, it's not. Stop making excuses for this dude. It's he's not. a grown-ass man. This, this dude's just a weird... I, look, I don't want to hate on the guy. I don't know his fucking circumstances. My man like, just wants to play basketball. Kawhi's, In LA, specifically. Kawhi's father was murdered... Uh, when he was 43, Kawhi was 16 years old. Uh, his father was shot and killed in Compton at a car wash. I can't see if Kawhi was there when it happened, but obviously a traumatic experience. Car wash, huh? Working at the car wash. Really puts a damper on that song. So, Dylan, Micah, as Spurs fans, how do you feel about this trade? You're getting DeRozan? I, getting I, I mean, a, you know how they feel. I'm kind, of, I'm kind of apathetic. Because the Spurs, obviously, like the run of the Spurs is over. It has been for a few years now. And so, like, what happens at this point, it's, it doesn't really matter that much to me. They weren't going to be a contender next year no matter what or in the near future probably. So I'm like, I don't know, whatever. You stay competitive? I mean, to get this ho- this hoe <laughs> this ho out of San Antonio and get a good player in return, that's good. But I think I this know. is best-case scenario for y'all. Like, DeRozan you, you, is good, but he's not... No, I mean, it's, you're not going to be competing with the Warriors. No, but, dude, come but that on. wasn't going to happen anyway. This is best case scenario. You got an all-star back Yep. out of a what was essentially a steaming like pile a, of shit situation. Yeah, hopeless situation. And, uh, I mean, not only that, it's one of the all-stars who you could see fitting the Spurs mold of, of a quiet, hardworking guy. You're probably getting that first-round pick next year. 
I think you have to be confident that Pop could probably turn DeMar DeRozan into uh, an actually good playoff leader. Also and the Austrian Hammer, Jacob Pertle. I don't know who the fuck that is. No one what, knows who that is. Is that really his nickname? Or did Dan you make just likes saying the Austrian Hammer. He doesn't know who the guy is either. You're all in on nicknames that sound like Shaq made them up. I've got, <laughs> That's true. I've got a couple takes. Big one. avocado. Hashtag championship, because it's happening, all caps. Write it down. Second... The Spurs could have done a lot, and, and thanks to intern Luke for his notes as well, the Spurs could have done a lot worse than DeMar. DeMar has played for Pop on Team USA. He's going to play for him again next month. Hold on. You have an intern just feeding you things to say now? You have writers? No, no. This is... Uh, some. Uh, he sent me some talking points. Wow. But I, we're Spurs Nation. we got to stick together. Okay. Uh, Jacob Pertle is a good young big man. He has a dope nickname. Uh, He's players European. Are, Foreign players have always done very well in San Antonio. He's going to be very popular. It, it's huge. It's huge for all of us. You know, really, the, the most important thing here is fucking Zaza Pachulia. He's to blame for everything wrong in, in America. And certainly in San Antonio, the, the city's uh, faltering economy. Uh, <laughs> just everything. Fuck Zaza Pachulia. You're not letting this go, huh? I, I do have to give our friend Dylan, uh, Dylan Chivalry Reese some credit here. I was. I am sad to see. Apparently, uh, Danny Green is a part of this deal. Uh, Danny Green really came to prominence in the NBA as a spur. He played there for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine seasons, which is kind of crazy if you think about it. But as Dylan pointed out, he hasn't shot above forty percent for three in three full seasons. Um, he's a good defender, but he's getting older now. He's been in the league ten years. There were there were years, uh, championship years. And, and years where the Spurs made deep runs, where I, I went to Spurs games, and inevitably play, people would be like, my favorite player is Danny Green. Right. He, he was everybody's favorite He would make it player. rain for a little bit. He was there. a franchise and favorite. And I went to a, to a finals game against Cleveland the year they they beat, or, or no, no, Miami, the year they won the championship uh, against the second year against Miami, where he, Danny Green hit like 19 three-pointers in a game. That's a slight exaggeration, but that's what it felt it, like. Yes, yeah. it is a he, slight exaggeration. I think it was game one. He just went fucking bananas. Then he lost it. And, yeah, the last three years he hasn't been a very good shooter. Danny's one of those guys that it's like, you said nine years. Uh, I think every year felt like his second or third year for me. Yeah. So I'm shocked that he was at this, in San Antonio for nine seasons. I did not realize that. But, uh, you know, that's fine. He'll have fun in, in Toronto. People like Toronto. People really enjoy you know, Toronto I, I as a Kawhi city. Kawhi doesn't like Toronto, but I hope Danny Green <laughs> enjoys it. Uh, and, if you um, haven't seen DeRozan's we're coming for the ship. His Instagram post today... Are indicative of an unhappy man. So DeRozan, very unhappy. What did he say? He's he said uh, he's got to go to fucking San Antonio. Be told one thing, and the outcome another. Can't trust him. Ain't no loyalty in this game. Sell you out quick for a little bit of nothing. And then the Ooh. the uh, the emoji down here is a man having his head massaged. Next slide says soon you'll understand. And the next slide says don't disturb. Dot dot dot. And, uh, it's pretty dark. Hey, it pretty no hard. state income tax. <laughs> Should be noted. Player. DeMar DeRozan, zero posts on Instagram, yet he has uh, 2.3 million followers. <laughs> and uh, also from Compton. This is one Compton guy being traded for another. Hmm. And it's amazing to me that a man with zero posts is, has uh, three Instagram story slides here. Is it possible they just deleted every, every yeah. post that he had because yeah. they featured People him in Toronto uniform or something? I. I mean, it, sure, it's possible. I think it's... This is wild. What, you think he was like, you know what? I'm going to use this as an opportunity to, to rebrand. 
rebuild my personal brand from the ground floor yeah, that on Instagram. Is pretty lit. Just archive everything. <laughs> uh, go all in. He'll on, just bring them all back when they retire his number ten yeah, years. He's going to go all in on ominous story posts. This is like. It's always funny to see a pissed off athlete start subtweeting. I, I guess this is subgramming or something. But whenever they start doing, it's like you, there's only one thing to compare it to, and it's like a bitter girlfriend, like ex girlfriend or whatever. It's the same exact type of behavior, except it's a grown man making millions and millions and millions of dollars. So you just come off as a total dick bag. I I, don't I know. think some of it is also sorry, Dan is like Demar. It's always been Demar and Kyle uh, Lowry. Those yeah. are the two guys. Yeah. And so essentially, the Raptors are saying we want Lowry more than you, even though you've been here your whole career. It, it's 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 crazy. But shouts to uh, Jacob Pertle, my new favorite Spur. <laughs> I don't think it's necessarily we want Lowry more than you, as much as the Spurs were probably like, yeah, we'd prefer Demar Derozan. Thank you. I, I think you're probably right. Lowry, I love Kyle Lowry. Former Rocket, great Kyle Lowry. But he is a horrific playoff leader. Like, maybe the worst of all time. He had a better playoff this this go-around. It was, but his like playoff history is so much of a bummer. Well, him and DeMar. Both. Lowry more than DeMar. But DeMar has some like 40. Oh, that's the funniest part of this whole thing. <laughs> DeMar it's like they didn't have to break up this team. This team. He, f- he finally is like, I see the window. We could get to the finals. The East is wide open. LeBron is gone. And then they fucking trade him over to San Antonio where he has absolutely zero shot of even getting past the first round of the playoffs. One last Spurs take here. The rest of the league zigs and Popovich zags. The Spurs will lead the league in long two-pointers this season, <laughs> which has been uh, scientifically and mathematically proven to not be as successful long as making three-pointers. Three. Everyone knows we're that's the most, most sought-after stat in the league is to be the team that leads in long two-pointers. <laughs> Sixers yeah. is going to be up there, too. I mean, DeMar doesn't even shoot shooters. threes. Hey, by the way, speaking of the Sixers... Yep. Why are you trying to steal my general manager, dude? Yep, Sixers reportedly went after Rockets GM and Sam Hinkie mentor. What the fuck? Daryl Morey. Seriously. How do you feel about that? That's you, your you boy. On this. It's pretty upsetting. Uh, I didn't realize how like close this was to legitimately happening. I didn't either. Would have been pretty uh, pretty heartbreaking as a Rockets fan. Obviously, I love Daryl. I don't want to see him go anywhere. Um, thankfully, he said no, and he's sticking around. But damn, dude. It's like... I think they like gave him permission to interview him and everything, which they were like, make the right choice, Daryl. What does that look like? It'd be like, do you have to ask for permission? I think apparently you do. If there's a contract situation, you do. Hmm. It's awkward trying to come back to the office. Philly has to ask the Rockets, not Daryl. Yeah. Philly has to be like, can we have permission to interview your GM? And uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I can't even imagine that team without Daryl Morey. So it would. That he's like the face of the franchise for me more than Harden is even or Chris Paul. So I don't know. That would have been devastating. Stay the fucking leave my leave my man's alone, Philly. Who's your GM? We don't have one. <laughs> it's currently Brett Brown, our coach. Oh yeah, because didn't hit your GM's wife have a bunch of burner accounts? And she was like leaking secret yeah, he gone. team we information. About this, yeah. Yeah, it, it was it was him, and he kind of threw his his wife under the bus. You tell me they haven't replaced that dude yet. We have not. That is impressive. So you've just been rolling for like three months now without a general manager, and we made all those deals during the draft too. Who's in charge of that? Brett Brown. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah, you guys should hire a GM, just not the Rockets GM. Someone else. 
Go after Buford. This is the best time you've ever had. The, the, the best shot anybody's ever going to have at getting R.C. Buford away from San Antonio is right now. Well, there were talks that he was interested in the Philly job. He's very rich, though. They pay him quite well. Yeah. I think he gets like 86% of the profits from the Spurs as a team or some shit. I don't think it's 86%. No, I'm, I'm making that up. That's completely. the RG I'm, sale, though. Made that all up. That, oh, that is the... That's, how that, that's why that number's in your head. Ah, uh, thank you. I wonder how... Why 86 and not 85? It, it, I don't know. We're doing that little extra to go over the hump. I'd love to be in the accounting meeting that, that came up with that figure. 86 just sounds better. Okay. 69. 69. Nice. What, what, what else do you want to talk about? We got the British Open this week, or as uh, British people like to call it, the Open. The Open Championship? The Open Championship. It really bums me out that there's two names for this thing. I'm sick of having to decide... Well, the official name is the Open, the Open Championship. I know, but that's ridiculous. It's there's an Open in every fucking country. You can't just call yours the Open. They like to. They like to because you know they kind of started the game. And so shit. we'll keep calling it the British Open. If, I don't it, if, know. It, if you want to call it, you want to call it. I, Billy. I'm gonna call it the British Open. I am too. I'm American. You start saying the Open, I get confused. Yeah, it's at Carnoustie this year. Everybody knows Carnoustie. Yeah. Well, you just, which country is Carnoustie in? Scotland. Come on, you knew it's that. In Scotland. Everybody, Everybody knows, knows that. that. Yeah. Carnoustie. Uh, reportedly, the course is dried out. Fairways are running faster than the greens, so expect the guys to go low. Tiger Woods hit a three iron, three hundred thirty-three yards or some shit this yeah. morning. I think. I think Same. like uh, Brant Snedeker hit a drive like four fifty. Yeah. He's not a long hitter. I uh, I couldn't run four hundred fifty yards, much less hit a golf ball that far. No, I've seen you try to run. I cr- fall over. About 100 yards is my max. I crumble after that. Yeah. Just collapse into a pile of rubble on the grass. But I played golf this past weekend, and uh, I hit a driver, if I hit it perfectly, about 200 yards. And that's considering I, I lose about 50 yards-ish, 25 to 50 yards with my slice. <laughs> um, and even so, like, I'm a big dude. I'm six foot two. I should be able to hit a golf ball further than that, and there's, there's not. I have one of the ugliest swings in the history of the sport, and that's just it is what it is. Confirmed one of the ugliest swings I've ever seen. But yeah. the point is, <laughs> yeah, it's not good. But the point is, I can't imagine hitting a golf ball 450 yards. Like what that must feel like. I think I would just drop trow and pleasure myself right there on the tee box. I think the ball ran out probably a hundred plus of those yards. Yep, plus the wind. Yeah. A lot of wind. It ran off on the plug? Yes. Right. Yeah. Okay. The, yeah, the fairways are very firm, like Dan was saying, so you get a lot of roll out of it. They're Still, built, he pounded that ball. They're built for speed, not pleasure. Yeah. 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 Titties. The uh, over-under for the winning score is 14 and a half under. So that's very low for uh, this tournament. Yeah. Mm. So okay. Vegas thinks these guys are just going to fucking birdie it up. You want to know something weird? I've shot a 100 on the dot the last three times I played golf. This wow. most recent time, I finished snowman, snowman, two eight, an eight on 17 and an eight on 18. It's a strong way to close out. 16 strokes in two holes. To shoot a perfect 100. To shoot a perfect 100. Yes. Is that not fucking wild? It's like you tried to do that. But, but I didn't, Dan. I'm just bad. Uh, the favorites for the tournament are Dustin Johnson and Justin Rose at 10 to 1. We got Ricky and Rory at 12 to 1. Raman Fleetwood at fifteen to one, and then seventeen to one is Spieth, Tiger, and Kepka. I'm on Tommy here. 
I think that's good money for Tommy. I think Tommy, this could be the time. Yeah, I love Tommy. Everyone Seventeen Tommy. to one. Actually, Tommy has the course record. The course record at this, for this course at this particular how the, course. How are you going to give the dude with the course record seventeen to one odds? Because he never won a major. Fifteen to one. Fifteen to one. I'm just saying that Those seems are, that's still he's still up there. Yeah, but yeah, okay. He's never won a major. Also, these Tommy, are typically Tommy. pretty high. Usually, like the U.S. Open, the Masters, there's guys that were like seven to one, so ten to one as favorite, and then twelve to one, fifteen to one. Those are relatively higher. I saw a DJ quote. They were like, how you feel about being a favorite? And he was like, uh, it's the same as every other tournament. That's it. I love that. <laughs> that's, the end, that's the end of the quote. A dynamic personality, Dustin Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, little stat for you guys. None of the last nine open winners finished better than 30th in the year before uh, his win. And five of those nine missed the cut the year before. Finished 30th? You mean like top 30? So, yeah. The, guy, the okay. last nine winners have not finished top 30 the year before. Okay. They've done historically bad the year before they won their actual open championship okay so uh does that well, change your pick who, who you guys liking this Tommy you like Tommy I like Tommy. you know they switch tracks every year they uh, they, they rotate several of them mm-hmm. um so that kind of does it's not too shocking I don't know who I like man uh fuck it give me Tiger I don't know what <laughs> who knows Tiger man. doesn't have to go driver here this could this could benefit his game he just takes like Fuck a three it. iron, a four tiger. iron. Eldrick. Just hitting fucking stingers the entire day. Eldrick. Uh, I'm not going to be cheering for that, though. I'll be on Francisco Molinari. My dude has just been playing out of his mind, and I think this might be the time. The Italian. Frankie Molinari. Yeah. He's taking the Italian. Ah. Uh, something wrong with me right now, man. I'm not excited about this at all. This one kind of snuck up on me. I was like, going to ask this, you, where did this, this come from? This is my second favorite major. Yeah. Me too. It really is. It might um, actually be my first. And it's also my number one bucket list item, sports bucket list item to knock out since, you know, we've been to the Masters. Um, but this one snuck up on me, so I haven't really had time to get excited about it as a, as excited as I usually am. But this is my second favorite. I mean, coverage starts at 1.30 a.m. tomorrow morning. Yeah, it's a different, different time zone over there. Yeah, it's kind of... So you guys um, waking up I for I probably this, won't wake up at no. 1.30 to watch that. But when I do wake up, I'll, I'll be, you know, I'll be dialed in. When's the first tee time on t- uh, tomorrow? One thirty. That's when the first tee time is. I think oh, so. I thought that's just when coverage started. Okay, so we're gonna wake up and see a leaderboard, which is kind of exciting. First tee time is actually at eleven thirty p.m. Central Time, twelve thirty a.m. Uh, Eastern. Maybe. Wait, say, say that again. Wait, no, no, no. I'm sorry. All so time Central. So twelve thirty a.m. tonight. First tee, I might stay up for it as opposed to getting up. For I'll just it. be up. Yeah, so that's at one thirty. <laughs> yeah. So that's Eastern. Yeah, so yeah. twelve thirty Central Time. I might just drink myself retarded, and I'm. That's a bad word. I'm sorry. I might just drink myself stupid and stay up and watch golf. The I was last gonna say, what's like the best way to attack this? The last group goes off at ten fifteen Central Time. Especially if, if like you're a college kid, you have nothing to do. I feel like you just drink and watch them. Man, the respect open. college kids. They got just as much to do as everybody else. Really, the perfect thing is... Respect college kids. Tiger, <laughs> fuck college kids. Tiger goes <laughs> off with uh, Hideki Matsuyama at 9.21 a.m. Central Time. Ooh, perfect. He's, he's so off that's late. perfect yeah. for Your us. morning is... We're going to uh, get to work. If you sit at the cubicle, your morning is already locked down. We'll be finishing, finishing recording Touching Base at 9.20. Turn the TV on. Boom. Tiger. Bitch. Tiger bitch. I do like that we'll wake up and there'll be golf scores. I mean golf scores. Maybe that'll get me excited. Yeah. Hashtag golf scores. It'll be fun. Fun for everybody. Let's just I'm Who just, do you got? 
I'm going to gamble on this thing. I already so fucking to, said it three times. To Tommy. Told no, me. I wasn't listening to you. Oh, yeah, you said Tommy. Uh, hey, are you going to talk about the World Cup at all? I'm almost on there. Yeah, that's uh, that's on the rundown. That's, okay. I just yeah. want to brag about how much money I made on, on that thing. <laughs> oh, for real? Yeah. I spent most of it already, too. No wonder on you got shorts. six pairs of new shoes recently. That is, yeah. I also bought, uh, I don't even know if I want to say how much the shorts I bought cost. I'll just say I bought some new Rocket shorts that weren't cheap. And it's maybe the dumbest purchase I've ever made in my whole life. Ooh, can I guess how much they cost? No, and I, I'm for real. I don't want to talk about it. Can you, somehow can you, this gets <laughs> back to my wife, and then I don't have a if wife. I, if I say a number, will you say if it's more or less? Yeah. $250. More. <laughs> <laughs> for store? Basketball for, shorts. pair of basketball for shorts. For basketball shorts. Yeah, they got zippers on them. Right? <laughs> uh, I what heard a rumor with you? I heard a rumor that these are the same shorts that in Rockets gear that LeBron wore in Lakers gear. Yep. Has the, the other uh, name on the true? crotch? What's yeah, the yeah. brand? Yeah, it's like you remember. You remember when you're in middle school, high school, girls would wear Sophie shorts that said like "cheer" on the ass. This is the dude version of that. It just says "rockets" across your dick. Wait, what's the brand, and why are they so expensive? The brand is Just Don, collaborated with Mitchell and Ness. They're that expensive because what Just Don? They also make like hats and shit, and this dude just charges uh, elaborate, inexcusably high <laughs> prices for all of his products. And uh, these particular shorts, having just made, you know, a, uh, I hit a lick on France, and uh, they just called my name. I had to have them. How know? big a lick did you hit, bitch? A pretty big lick, dude. How I big went, was the fucking lick? Like, almost two grand. <laughs> oh, found it. Get it. Get and, it. Get and, it. Oh, I want to be clear about something. Uh, we just dapped like, up for the record. Lifetime sports betting, there's absolutely no way I've made money. Right. I just want to be clear about right. that. Sports betting is Stupid. is uh, you're gonna lose, but it's the funnest fucking thing ever. It's a it's a thrill. It is, it really is. It's a hell of a ride. And when you, and, when you uh, hit a big lick, you get to waste it all on a pair of basketball shorts, right? With zippers, <laughs> with zippers. And that's that's just the important thing to remember here. This is not like normal. I don't. Yeah. Just remember what two for the money taught us. You exactly. Also got some We're lemons. Yes. Ross. We're lemons. What else? What else have you purchased? I bought some Yeezys. I'm I'm such a piece of shit. <laughs> when you look at it in this light, like I really am scum. So you bought things you got, all for you. You got the butters though, dog. I bought my wife like buttered a, up a dinner. Yeah, I'm buttered. That's nice. Uh, but yeah, that was. I mean, France. Th- okay, so the second half over under on the World Cup was one, and I was just like, I, there's not enough money in the world that I could put on this over. That was the easiest bet that I maybe have ever placed. The and over ever. in the World Cup final. That's. The Historically, second, a bad bet. This, but, dude, after watching the first half, it was like neither one of these teams are playing much defense. This nah. is the most exciting offensively World Cup final ever. And the over-under on the second half was still one. I thought that was so simple of a pick. And usually that's where sports betting will bite you on the ass. When you think you've got something so down. Right. Like, I thought France was easy money, too. So, Yeah, I bet France as well. Uh, I doubled down on them at halftime. I, and honestly, I think Croatia was the better team, and they lost, which is great for me. But I felt like they were, at least watching the game unfold, it felt like they were the aggressors. They just had the possession. It was like 60% Croatia. They just couldn't get the ball in the hole, you know? They tried, but they just couldn't do it. When are you going to wear these shorts to work, man? I want to see I think them. they get here tomorrow. So probably Friday. Friday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I've got to wear them pretty much every day to justify the price tag. You're going to so. stunt on us? I don't know. You're going to flex? I think that's up to y'all how flex you look at nuts. it. You know? I don't think anybody's going to look at these shorts and go, you know what? That was worth it. <laughs> <laughs> but I am. With I the am. Bu- are you going to wear them with the butters? 
No, I don't know if that's. I'm, yeah, probably. Dude, don't flex that hard. I'm tacky, and and trash. And you I'm. Have, you okay have your with own that. unique style, that's for sure. Thank you. That's a nice I'm way of putting it. If, I, if it's good or bad, it's just your own. It just is mine. <laughs> no, it's not trash, though, Ross. The products at onit.com. That's true, Dan. They're Backslash not. Backslash Grandex. They're fantastic. Yeah, if you hit a big lick recently, go to go to Onit. Yeah, if you want to spend your money in a responsible place that's actually going to make you healthier, stronger, optimized. and more attractive and optimized, maybe go this route instead of the $500 uh, athletic shorts route. Yeah, if you go to onit.com backslash Grandex, you can get a free sample of Alpha Brain, which is a nootropic that makes uh, makes you more clear and concise. What's a nootropic? This is a. It's is, like a. It's like a brain vitamin. It's brain steroids. It don't don't use the word steroids, Dan. That has a really negative connotation. That's true. But it it just makes your brain tighter. Not to Dan, it doesn't. Well, yeah, but to us normies, because Dan juices. Yes, Dan is a, a noted juicer. Everybody knows that. <laughs> Huge juice head. No longer natty. Yeah, that's true. But uh, it makes you more alert, more aware. Uh, it gives you a little energy boost. It's a tight little thing. If you want to be sharper, nootropics. Nootropics. In particular, it's alpha like, brain. It's like the limitless pill. Yes. Yeah. What else? They got Shroom Tech Sport, New Mood. Yeah, I mean, you can get uh, Protein 10% bars. off all their products and supplements uh, that you just listed. And if you're, of course, a big, if they, you're a big protein bar person, and you're like, man, I, you need are. To, I need to re-up on protein bars. Everybody knows I'm big on protein bars. Uh, I do curls at my desk, and I eat protein bars. This is this is a great way to get 10% off your, your best protein bars in the game at onit.com slash grandex. Yeah, make sure to check out that Onit 6 workout plan, Ooh, that's which good you can shit. do from your home. Yeah. Never you been doing leave. that, Ross? Yeah, you shouldn't leave your home. You should do Onit 6 at home. Uh, if you don't leave your home, nothing bad can happen to you. Everybody knows that. Going to the gym is dangerous. There's dangerous people there. However, all you need to do on at six and get jacked and hot this summer is uh, enough room to stretch, which everybody has that in their domicile, unless you live in a closet. Even then. Harry Potter had enough room under the staircase to stretch and do on at six. Go to onit.com slash grandex and get huge like Harry. Thus concludes this ad read. <laughs> this is maybe the weirdest one we've ever done. You're welcome. Uh, Daniel Radcliffe, tiny guy, but I feel like he's gotten a little bit more jacked. I feel like he's got a hog. <laughs> I'd still beat his ass, I'm pretty sure. I would kick the shit out of him. Yeah. Yeah, he's, uh, he's, you know, he turned into like a horrific alcoholic filming Harry Potter. Like, for one of the movies, he was drunk the whole time. Yeah, he's like an indie movie Yeah, the first star. movie, he turned into an alcoholic when he was a child. He was six. <laughs> no, I'm talking wine. about the later ones, dude, oh, when he was okay. a teenager. And, oh. uh, I've never seen any of those. People don't know that about Radcliffe, but he went off the rails there. He was, he was, he was showing up drinking at the, on the set and shit. That's tight. Yeah, it's, he's a dark dude. I just watched a movie where he was a white supremacist, where he went undercover as a white supremacist. Risky move. That's pretty dope. That was a good movie. Risky move. If you're on the force and they ask you to go undercover uh, and you say, what's the assignment? And they say, it's a white supremacist group. Just think about it real hard before you accept. You just pass. You got to do all types of shit. You got to shave your head. He did. Probably got to get tattoos. That's just a, it's a hard life to be undercover. I'd rather be undercover as like a mall kiosk worker. To, you know, something like that. It's just my personal preference. Man, have you seen one of those guys recently? A mall kiosk worker? Yeah. Like or a, a white supremacist? <laughs> a kiosk guy. Both. Yeah. The mall? They're one and the same, Ross. Yes. Uh, yeah. The mall, 
but the mall itself is just a lonely, sad, depressed place. <laughs> it's like the the rock bottom of American uh, capitalism. Like before, when malls were hot, mm -hmm. the kiosk guy he would see you know thousands of people walk by, and he would just just swagging out, just throwing perfume at you and shit. Yeah. Now it's Little like toy helicopters. Like, tw like twenty eight people walk by him in a day, and he just harasses every single. It's a sad life. Yeah, it's like I love when you pass the mall kiosk worker that has given up. They're not even pestering anybody anymore. They're just kind of sitting there, probably on opioids. They're just like, I get you don't want my shit. Just yeah, nobody. Yeah, just waiting to get fired. <laughs> with the guy flying the little drone around. That dude's happy though. At least he's got that toy. At least he's got a drone. At least he's got that drone. Anyway, yeah. So last night we had the uh, MLB All Star Game. We did. Kind of exciting. A it was a slugfest. Had a uh, record 10 home runs in the game. And the, L the AL won 8-6. to six. That's five in a row, is it not? Something like that? For Sounds, the AL? No one knows. Sounds right. Yeah, I don't think anybody Sounds knows that. Right. They don't, they actually, it's, it's so weird. They don't keep track of that. It's weird, I know. But I think it's five in a row. They count everything in baseball. Except for who's won the last All-Star game. And the one before that. And the one before that. Well, it used to dictate who had home field advantage in the World Series. It no longer does. Yeah, that was trash, by the way. Wait, it doesn't dictate that anymore? Nah. No, they took it away because they realized, you know what, this is a really dumb idea. So what does it dictate now? Nothing. Nothing, which is how it should be. It's an exhibition. Much like Micah's fight, or exhibition. What's your, what's your motivation to go try? There, you don't have one? Huh. Well, that's a pretty exciting game, considering that, there's nothing on the line. That was obviously the intention of making it. Right, they wanted okay. They wanted in fan interest, but a random game with a uh, collection of players from across the league to determine the World Series. <laughs> it's really it's dumb. fucking idiotic. Yeah, they wanted guys like Pete Rose to fucking run through catchers in an All Star game. Yeah, this was in fact the American League's sixth consecutive uh, All Star game champ uh, victory. They have now taken the all-time lead in all-star games. It's also Mike Trout's sixth consecutive all-star game to get a hit at, which he's seems a, interesting. He's a freak. Trout. Like a fish. It was also the only game in Major League Baseball history, regular season, postseason, or all-star game, to have five players hit home runs for both teams. My boy uh, Alex Bregman won MVP. He uh, hit a home run to take the lead in the 10th inning. Followed by another Astro, George Springer, back-to-back, -back, dingers. And I just want to say a little bit about Alex Bregman. Bregman is that dude who's a massive douchebag. A, a, definitely a tool. Like, he's the tool, the like baseball bro that everybody hates. But he's our tool, so we love him. And we call him Cocky Bregs. He's extremely cocky. And he's... He's the guy you would hate if he wasn't on your team, but we love him because he's on our team. It was funny to see him win All-Star Game MVP. This is like the last thing his ego needed, for the record. You, a, think, you see this thing going around about the uh, the Q score of awareness ca category, where Mike Trout is as recognizable to the public as, like, Kenneth Fareed? That sucks. But up front, I'm, I totally believe that. Trout hasn't been relevant for a while. What do you He's mean like by the, that? I mean, his team hasn't been relevant enough to hear about Mike, Mike Trout. They've never really been relevant Period. since he's been on the team, yeah. They've always underperformed. And he's widely considered to be one of the best players in the league. And maybe of all time. He's that good. Yeah, but he just doesn't really why doesn't get, he get his face out there. Why doesn't he get the shine that he deserves? I think it's I've weird. seen more Mike Trout at Eagles games than I have 
Mike Trout during the Angels. Games. I honestly it, because it, they're not a playoff team. I mean, they they don't make playoff runs, and people care about West Coast sports less than they do East Coast sports. Um, it's still strange to have L.A. is the Dodgers. Yeah, uh, a few factors are, are in play here. But he, for him to be that good and get no love, like the last two times I've heard about Mike Trout or heard Mike Trout's name, were in here on this show. Yeah. Like the he gets is, no absolutely love amazing from the media at all. Like yeah. none. I mean, the face of baseball right now is Bryce Harper, and he's hitting like 214 this season during a contract. Yeah, yeah but he crushed that home run derby. He did. Uh, he uh, Did you watch the home run derby at all? No. It was, no, it was pretty fuck exciting. No. Fuck no. No. <laughs> No, I don't watch any of this. Uh, MLB All-Star Weekend is just another weekend for me. He hit nine of his last ten swings to tie Kyle Schwarber in the last round, and he mashed the second ball in extra time for the win. And but, I'll, Let me explain real quick. That's exactly why I didn't watch this shit, because I knew that, and I saw all of it on a... I got the whole package, the whole entertaining package, in a one-minute Instagram post. i seen it all. Can you know what I'm saying? You MLB allows that now? Oh, You can just like rip video now? Because they, they were on people's asses for a while. No, I think this was probably on like House of Highlights or somebody that has a uh, you know contract that they're allowed to do mm. this shit. Mm. Well, did you hear the news that his dad is now being accused of cheating? Bryce during, Harper's dad? Bryce Harper's dad and Bryce Harper are accused of cheating during the Home Run Derby because mm. he was throwing balls before the ball landed, the, the previous ball landed. Oh, Which you're not shit. To do. Against the rules. You're talking about when he had like 30 seconds to get five or 15 seconds to get five more home runs? Yeah, so he just kind of rapid fire. Yeah, but they balls. weren't called on it, so it's not their fault. That's a dumb fucking rule anyway. It's harder to just swing back to back to back to it back is. to back than it is to reset, have the time to kind of like let your muscles relax. Your like, breath. Yeah. That's a stupid fucking rule. You should probably get rid of it. Uh, then the other MLB news Manny Machado more than likely getting dealt to the Dodgers. Is this is this been done or Probably not? Probably today. Happening. They kept talking about it was a done deal. It's pretty much a done deal at this point. Twenty uh, six year old uh, third baseman and shortstop will be a free agent next season, so this could be a rental. Thank God he didn't go to the fucking Yankees. So you, the Dodgers will get him. Probably go to like the NLCS. And then get beat by the Astros. Yeah, no, I'm not even the World Series. They're gonna lose before that. Oh yeah. yeah. All right. Cool. I'm cool with that. And then he'll probably leave. He'll probably walk. As long as you don't go, go to the Yankees. Yankees. <sighs> no more Yankees. I was getting excited. There was talks about him going to the, the Phillies, but we were apparently giving up like our top five prospects. You don't want to do Is that, Machado going to play shortstop for the Dodgers? I don't think so. Because what happened to that, that redhead dude for the Dodgers who's really good? The third baseman I know he's, kind of, he's been kind of hurt or something, but uh, I've heard, I heard talks of Machado possibly playing shortstop. Uh, Justin Turner? Justin Turner. Justin Turner. Yeah. Yeah. That guy's, that guy's really fucking good and plays the same position, so I don't know. Anyway. What else we got, Danny Boy? We got the World Cup wrap up. <clears throat> as uh we talked about, France won four to two. Ooh. Ross won large. A lot of money, lots of money. You know what was great too? My bookie paid me without a single text message or exchange of communication whatsoever. Our bookie? On Sunday night. How about that shit? It's like he was so fucking angry that I finally won some money <laughs> that he just said, ah, fuck it, and sent it to me. It wasn't, I'm pretty sure we settle on Mondays, like yeah, Monday at midnight. We do. Uh, he paid me on Sunday in full. I'm just, uh, and I spent immediately on, on those shorts, but it's still, <laughs> it's 
Crazy. It's just a great day for me. We're happy for you, Billy. So Thank despite you. our enthusiasm for the World Cup and what seemed to be like an enthusiastic Twitter uh, with the World Cup, as exciting as it was, ratings were down significantly compared I think this to 2014. Is a pretty easy explanation for this, though, right? Time. The U.S. The U.S. being completely uninvolved. That and Russia, the time, I guess the time frame, like uh, the time difference. A little. I mean, no. I thought affect, the time difference was. Europeans. I thought the time difference was 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 not that bad. These are American ratings, I believe. So yeah. America not being in it, and also time difference. They, I didn't find that the times were that inconvenient. Really, I thought they were good. Not for us, since we work for a media company and we can watch at any time. But I feel like you're Joe well, Blow. That's how it always is when the, the, the games are, you know, in that part of the world. Look, man, it was Croatia and France in the final. That is not Croatia is one of the smallest headline. nations. Yeah, if it was France, England, it could have been much bigger. A lot of people saw this and went, "Oh wow, I didn't know Croatia existed. I thought that was evaporated when the Soviet Union fell." Yeah, or something those, along those, those lines. Those jerseys were tight. I thought both of them had good jerseys. I think I, that so the the final specifically was down thirty two percent from the fourteen. Yeah, it was eleven point eight million viewers on Fox, which was thirty two percent down from the twenty fourteen final, which had seventeen point three million like on There's like twice ABC. as many people watch two and a half men. Soccer are, is a stupid fucking sport. A lot of people and it's are a failure in America. Is is right more people watching Two and a Half Men is more of an indictment <laughs> of society than no, that's it is anything America. else. I don't even know if that yeah. show's still on anymore. Uh, yeah, that's a bad example. People are still tuning in to whatever network that shitty show is on, Looking waiting for, it. for Charlie Sheen to show up. Yeah, anything CBS soccer. puts out is trash, uh, and although, it still gets way more views. You, we, we must, it's worth saying this was on Fox. The 14 final was on ABC, which means ESPN had incentive to really hype it, which. Fox didn't, by all accounts, did a relatively terrible job broadcasting this World Cup in its entirety. Uh, soccer's trash. It's gone. Wake me up another four years from now <laughs> when people start paying attention. Good night. Yeah, we are a soccer podcast every four years. So Yeah, and we are no longer a soccer podcast. <laughs> we'll talk about soccer in 2022. Uh, although right, we, there fine. are those reports, though, too, that soccer is declined in American youth. So, Micah, you, you, you're probably so... Yes, I'm happy. So it's a happy. terrible sport. There was a big piece in the New York Times this week about how soccer is dying for... Or, or It is like the only sport in America that children are playing less of. And it's trash. So, bye-bye. See you in 2022. All the children bye -bye. are playing the only sport that actually matters. Fortnite. Fortnite. Oh, no. Yeah. Video games are e ruining society. Esports are the future. All this let's go outside and kick a ball around shit is dead. It's over. Dude, we're going to get destroyed, though, in esports. You, like, you think by the Asians? Yeah. Okay. Dude. I mean, look, I would... They, I have would a, they fill arenas right now. I would make the argument that the greatest esports player in the world is a white American at the moment. Who's that? He goes by the name of Ninja. Nah. Oh, yeah. No, nah, I'm just fucking with White you. dude named Ninja? Honest to God, I have no idea if that dude is even like... Compared to other professional esports athletes, whatever they're called, uh, I don't even know if he's good. I just know he's the most popular. I, I don't know anything about it. This is all. This is something that we'll, our generation will never have a full understanding of. This is for like people who are currently eight years old. Their generation will be the one that has like a full grasp of how this all works. It's just going to be confusing for us. Ooh, I hate this movement. <laughs> well, I you, hate it, dude. You're going to have to figure it out. The homie's not going to have a, a gaming console. 
until he please lo- his own. love that. If man. there's anything I would ask, repress you, your child. Is that you don't raise your child the way you were raised? <laughs> I had an awesome child because there's something wrong with you. No, mine was tight. I was out just running amok. If there's one sport to push your child towards right now for like the most success, where do you think that is? I'm hoping he picks up golf and is really fucking good at it. That is hard. That is a very difficult sport to make money in, though. They all are, dude. But golf, There are a lot of professional golfers. A lot. And it's not just... You don't have to win to make a living. A lot of professional golfers. Just got to make the cut. Fuck, man. I I, I just can't even, like... I'm so bad at golf that I can't even picture that. Baseball, golf. I think you want to go baseball. Yeah. But baseball's hard, too. Yeah. Sports are hard. Just play video games. Just go, <laughs> just play Fortnite, man. Uh, so we got a new uh, another new segment this week. Hey, mascot of the week. All right, I'm excited about this. Yeah. Every week, Dan's gonna teach us about a, another mascot. I am. I'm excited for this. This week we got Big Red from Western Kentucky University. How the fuck is this the first one ever you picked to debut the segment? Because he's a big furry red blob, Ross. That is a. That is a, that will suffice as an answer for me. <laughs> he was created by Ralph Carey in 1979, who was a, the original dude to play this red grimace-looking motherfucker. Uh, Mike, if you want to, you can just pull him up on the screen so Dylan and Ross have reference. I'm Googling him on my own phone. Uh, he wanted uh, This guy, Ralph Carey, wanted to stay as far away from the hillbilly stereotype of Kentuckians, so he just went with a fucking blob, a big furry red blob. Dude, this thing is kick-ass. This, this really does look like Grimace. It's yeah. like a McDonald's character. Yeah, he's tight. He is meant to symbolize the spirit of students, alumni, and the school's nickname, the Hilltoppers. How which was it? chosen because Western Kentucky sits atop of a hill standing 232 feet. A lot of people don't know that the school I graduated from, the mascot, is the Hilltoppers. This fucking shapeless red blob somehow symbolizes the spirit of the... <laughs> okay, there's a picture of... <laughs> There's a picture of Big Red hugging a cheerleader, and her entire upper body is in his mouth. He's swallowing her He's whole. eating her alive. <laughs> he is neither male or female. Uh, do not uh, misidentify him. No he, private he, parts. He is nothing. He is it. Uh, and he lacks the ability to talk, but he shows emotions with his signature moves, the belly slide and the belly shake. Here's a photo of Big Red that I, you can't see it because this is an audio podcast, but I'm, I'm showing it to my co-host. He's holding a sleeping baby. And it's terrifying. It looks like he might consume the baby. Uh, the Bowling Green Daily News once described it as a amorphous, ambiguous, asexual, and always lovable representation of the school's athletics. Uh, wait, what does that even mean? <laughs> amorphous uh, and asexual, huh? Hey, what's that Indian chief right below? What, what's that for? It's Native American, just what? for the record. Uh, I can say Indian. Uh, probably something with... Cleveland, not mm. Lamar High School. Yeah, that. Has oh, I believe to do that's with this. from Houston. Big Red. His name is Big Red because you know Redskin. See, that's. I just, don't think they're allowed to. I don't think that's, that's the mascot anymore. That's, that's not uh, appropriate. That's very racist. Very <laughs> racist. <not> appropriate. <laughs> wow, that's racist. Uh, but on the other hand, Big Red that we're talking about, not racist because he has no race. He transcends race and sexuality. He could be uh, the figure for asexuals. He could be the guy. 
that represents asexual. I could see big, that. Big Red was also the first ever Capital One mascot I, Hall of Fame inductee. All right. Wow. In 2012. Sorry that. to cut you. Dude, yeah. cut Dan, he's trying to run through interesting stats and facts for us, and you're cucking In him? In 2012, yeah. He became the first member of the Capital One mascot challenge Hall of Fame. Now, like you said, why is that? How is that? What is the what is the criteria there? How do they make the decision on mascots getting indicted? I mean, inducted <laughs> into the uh, Capital One mascot Hall of Fame. It's just sheer swag. No one knows. It's probably swag. Just sheer asexual swag. Yeah. I, I this is I love how little effort went into creating this mascot. How little thought and creative direction was used. And this is this is the laziest fucking mascot. That I have ever seen, and I respect that to a an enormous degree. And it it just scrolling through these photos, still, it appears that he's really running with the the only gimmick he has is pretending to eat cheerleaders, and he rubs his belly a lot. And he rubs his belly a lot. He's yeah. got a big belly, which is everybody knows that's that's good. So yeah, the criteria for him or any uh, big red moving forward is he has to be red, obviously. He has to have WKU across his chest. Okay. And he has to be asexual and quiet. He can't say anything. And he has to, So he doesn't speak? He cannot identify with a gender. I just found Why a picture. They're really one? driving the point home that he's asexual yeah. and genderless. I don't get it. It's very, it's very 2018 of them. All right. What is this school? Western Kentucky? WKU, Hilltoppers. Never, I bet you haven't ever been there, have you? I haven't. I haven't. I haven't, but I'm looking at now. I'm watching Big Red uh, Juju on the beat, which is wait Dan? something I always wanted to yeah. see. Weren't you in Kentucky at Kentucky, Kentucky Motor Speedway last weekend? I was. Do you want to talk about the sport that you attended there? NASCAR, baby. Who won the race? Ashton Alley, uh, Martin Truex Jr. Uh, me and me and J Bone ended up in the winner's circle too. So all because of a, a fan of the Ross Bowling podcast. So oh what? What happened? I didn't. You didn't even tell me about this. Chelsea Graham Smith. Uh, this dude was a huge fan of you, uh, and for whatever reason, he recognized me and J Bone because of it. Tight, dude. And he has. Uh, he's very well connected in the racing industry. What so. I want is for other people to get hooked up. Because not I, you. not yeah. me, I don't need any more shit. Clearly, I'm not responsible enough to be uh, given hookups. It was a bad beat for your boy, though. I had uh, the guy that finished second. If he won, I would have pulled in a grand. So. You, you bet on the race, and the guy you bet on finished in second place? Yep. That's a bummer. Yeah. But at least it was... I bet it was exciting. It was pretty exciting. Uh, Up until the moment that your boy wasn't the yeah. first one to cross the finish line. It was a line. mile and a half track, so like cars were constantly going around. People were getting lapped. <laughs> yeah. Were cool. you wearing earplugs? No. No. Did you drink heavily? Oh, you're a bad boy. I uh, did not drink heavily at all. Because we were we we're trying to get that content. Wow, you're on the clock. You're very adult of you, Dan. We did like a 15 hour day. We got there at 10 a.m. Probably didn't have to be there that early. But did we, you do any amphetamines? Uh, just coffee. Just smelling salts. Just coffee. Like smelling a, salts. Like an athlete. Yeah. Like the mountain. Yeah. 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 Uh, but we do have a hotline, guys. We the do. Hotline is eight zero zero three nine two six three four four. Every week we play the best calls. This week we only have one call because all the other calls just weren't that good. That's that's unfortunate. You people need to step your game up. Quality over quantity. Over Quaaludes. Let's play that first call. Hey, guys. It's your boy, Tuswap Gustav, Chicago-born, NC living. Uh, 
two-part question for guys at backdoor cover. One, I've been getting pretty big into sports gambling. Not talking about that peasant DraftKings bullshit. I'm talking about like real fucking betting. Uh, I got some family on Vegas that I visit pretty often. So I usually drop a couple bills while I'm down there on sports bets. Um, but I usually just follow whatever my friends do. So my first question is, what is your recommendation as far as online sports betting websites? Uh, a lot of my friends use Bravado, but I don't know if you have a personal preference or whatever. Uh, second part, if you could choose one sport and only one sport for the rest of your life to sports bet on, what would it be? Uh, personally, I'm thinking golf just because I love fucking watching golf and getting drunk and chilling out. But uh, yeah, just wonder what you guys' answers were. So uh, that's all for me. Micah, I don't care what they say about you. You ain't a cup. Keep it right, tight. Keep it right. Uh, Dylan, if you're still having problems with that neighbor of yours, I know shooters, and you know your boy keeps that thing on me. So uh, if you need to catch a bite, just let me know. All right? Boys, take it easy. Hey, that guy just volunteered to murder your neighbor. I got shooters out here, man. He's going to he's gonna kill your neighbor for you, <laughs> he's dude. He's going to kill her. Yeah, uh, I, that was a great call. I'll say this, though. Great call. Terrible choice of sport to bet on if you only get one for the rest of your life. Yeah, that's college a, football for me would it's be college sport. football, yeah. I'm, I'm, you know what my choice is, but I, I cannot believe he picked golf. Yeah, that would be one of the last ones I would choose. Golf is the one where typically you bet on it, and by the end of day one of the four-day <laughs> tournament, your guy is out of it. And that money's gone. Golf's kind of fun, though, because like, if your guy is in it, you just start thinking, oh, man, look at that return. It's like yeah. 20 bucks to win a grand. And here's an important thing to remember. If you're talking about golf, I'm sure he means like you can bet on matchups head-to-head each day. You can There's all sorts of different things you can bet on. It's not just placing the bet on who you think will win the tournament before the tournament starts because that bet you almost never fucking win. Um, We're going to win that bet this week. On Tommy? Francisco Molinari. Oh, I... Well, you and me are betting on two different people. I know. Hopefully one of us wins. <laughs> but yeah, I'd go with the NBA just because that's the one I watch uh, religiously. And it, it lasts long enough. Like, I would say the NFL, because I'm not a college football guy. I don't have loyalty there. I bet on college football every year heavily. I just went to Texas State where college football didn't, didn't really matter. So I don't have any loyalty there. It, the season in the NFL and college football is not long enough for me to justify picking that as the one sport I can gamble on. However, the NBA is, and I watch a shit ton of it. So that's the one I have to pick. It's just a no-brainer for me. But I respect that y'all are picking More opportunities to win your money back. College football yeah. gambling is, by and large, the funnest gambling that there is. For sure. It's just a short season compared to the NBA. And it's probably the only sport I'm actually okay at where I'm not a complete lemon. So college football, 100%. I so I it I I'm with you there. I think even not knowing that much about it, like I mean, I mean, about individual teams, I probably do the best in terms of win loss ratio during college football season, which is really saying something. Yeah, <laughs> it's probably better to be uninformed. Yes, is what you're saying. Sports okay. betting is very difficult. Is what yeah. I'm saying. You guys have any shouts? Shouts to Daryl Morey for not leaving. Uh, that would have been a real summer ruiner. Thank you for wanna, sticking with us. I want to shout out the dude who set a pick so vicious during a pickup basketball game that he had the police caught on him. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> Did you see that video going around, Dylan? I didn't see a video. Oh, there's a video. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. <laughs> I just saw a picture. There's the picture, and then from, uh, from the picture, there's a, a video, a Snapchat video of the guy, like a guy who's completely out of the situation, just putting the man on blast, saying he 
really called the cops? If Jesus. you call the police from a pickup basketball game, and they were indoors too, was this like on a college campus? Yeah, rec center. It was uh, this some weak shit. I don't dude. even think it was that because these were older guys. If you do this, you should have the word narc carved into your forehead like inglorious bastard style for the rest of your life. You got to walk around. Everybody knows that's the fuck clown. Who but according to Black Sports Online, uh, they just said it was. He just said a pick too vicious that the man had no other choice but to call the cops. Yeah, you always have another choice. The other <laughs> choice is like. What Ron Artest once witnessed, a man snapping a chair leg off and, and stabbing another member of the pickup game in the heart with it. That's a choice. What's the most egregious thing you've seen in a pickup basketball game? Or just a pickup sport? I actually can answer this question, like, off the top of my head. Uh, we had a friend in middle school, high school. This was in high school, not middle school. High school. His name was Jason. Dude was a, a bit of a hardo. He he wore, like, he he... The dude had a knife on him in a pickup basketball game, right? He was the kind of dude who carried a knife, like, got to have a knife on me just in case some shit goes down. He was that dude. And in the pickup basketball game, his knife came unhooked from his little side of his hip or whatever, opened, and was stuck onto the side of another human being. And my buddy Everett, like, looked down and was like, what the fuck, dude? His knife had, like, hooked itself onto his shorts, open. That was the most egregious thing I ever saw. Did he get stabbed by it? No, but he very well could have. Dangerous to play with basketball with a knife. It turns out it's hard enough playing basketball with like a cell phone in your pocket. And he probably had boots on too, like when he was. So he was a serious baller then. (laughs) Yeah, he was very serious about his basketball. Like he did layup drills before the pickup game. Playing in Tim's. Yeah. Yeah, nothing crazy for me, man. I think. Well, you don't have a story about like the time you dunked. Yeah. You want to hear about it? No. The I'll most outrageous you. thing I've seen is a guy take charges and call a charge in a pickup basketball game. You call a charge in a pickup basketball game, you're out. You're I would call the police on that, man. The cops would not be happy with you. Nine one one, how can we help you? What is your emergency? Uh, yeah, I'm in a pickup basketball game. This dude just called a charge. He's calling offensive fouls. So I'm gonna need you to come out here and reprimand him with a law, man. Lock that man up. Lock this man's up. Throw him out. Uh, yeah, make sure to check out RowdyGentleman.com. Like we said, up to 86% off items, $5 shirts, $25 Hawaiians. Uh, we have a uh, rate us on iTunes, five stars, write a stellar review. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter, uh, at Backdoor Cover. I think on Instagram it's Backdoor Cover Podcast. Uh, and make sure to follow Ross, Dylan, and myself on Twitter and Instagram and Snapchat. At WR Bolin is my name on the on the social medias you already know where to find me <laughs> what if they don't though <laughs> like what about the oh, dude right now don't who just, he's like go. man i really wanted to follow dylan but i don't know you should go to uh at d shivery on instagram and twitter c-h-e-v-e-r-e-r-e that's four non-consecutive e's four e's that don't touch each other anywhere in the the sequence of that name fuck yes uh, Alright, let's get out of here. Alright. Alright, bye. Dude.